This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm going to tell you about my experience at Bandcamp. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just d- d- die it thin. Won't kill your life thin. I want smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. If you'd like to email me, it's Dave at LogicalLoss.com. And uh, you can also leave a comment out at our website, which, as you might imagine, is LogicalLoss.com. want to give a special shout-out to Reverend Cat. She sent me a message saying, hey, I love the podcast and... And I can't believe I lost that email to the person. I want to say his name was Tony said he liked the uh, last podcast where I did the ABCs of weight loss and T was for today. And he said, really, that is the, uh, the most important. And for that, I want to play a clip from the biggest loser. If you're not watching that, I love that show. It always inspires me to get up and it's hard to watch that show sitting down. Let's put it that way. So uh, last year, Hannah was the winner. She came back to help uh, the people this season work out, and uh, here's just a quick, a quick clip of of Hannah when I think this is like her first weigh-in, and uh, here's what she has to say. My name is Hannah. I'm from Biggest Loser season eleven. There's no more excuses. This is my fault. I've done this to myself. No more looking for tomorrow. Today is time for change. All right, so I'm calling you Tony. Tony, I'm very sorry that I lost your email. Wanted to also share, this is what's cool about the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I've, um, I used a body bug for years. It actually was a great motivational tool. I had to kind of drop it when uh, my financial world took a, a bit of an upheaval and because uh, it's 10 bucks a month to, to use that. And so there was a comment out of the website from Zell who is in Canada, says the body bug is a great product when it works. Customer service is great if the product works. However, if you find that it stops working, so does customer service. Customer service was great at training me on its use, answering all my questions. I was losing weight, needing healthier with the assistance of the body bug and related software. Kudos to that. I had the same thing. Then one day, I found that the body bug no longer works with my computer. My computer could not download the information from the body bug. At first, body bug customer service was great. They logged into my computer to make sure that I 
am not running any of the software that is not compatible with the body bug uh, service. And they ran diagnostics, et cetera, et cetera. They found no conflicts, no problems. When it still wasn't working, they, uh, they replaced my device. Now, that's a really customer service in my book. She says, when it was found that even the new device um, was not responding, they escalated the matter to a higher level of customer service. That meant ignoring me. At first, they did, they did respond to say that it must be some software that I had downloaded. I advised them as to the software downloaded, and I just bought an e-reader, and I was advised that this is not the problem. After that, they no longer respond to my inquiries as to what the problem is and how it will be resolved. I loved the body bug while it worked and asked that they try to fix the problem, but also they asked if they, but also after they couldn't fix it, can I have my money back? And uh, they didn't. So she said, Thanks. think twice before spending your hard-earned money. That is the first I've heard of anything bad about BodyBug or their customer service. And actually, being a geek myself, it sounds like you might have a firewall problem, would be my guess. I, I know I've had a, a weird things like that. So um, at any rate, want to um, – and speaking of that and, and the community and all, uh, we are at – last month we didn't meet our – our goal of paying for my hosting fees cost me about 20 bucks by the time the day is over for my media host and my web host. And all I ask is, Hey, I'm putting out information. Hopefully I'm inspiring you. Hopefully I'm entertaining you. And nothing else. I'm got the courage to say today I weighed in at 207.4, which was better because I went up and now I'm down to 207, but I'm going to the gym shortly after this, but we are at 33% of our goal for this month. So if you just go out to logicalloss.com at the top, you'll see a little brown button that says uh, September through October hosting fees, chip in, click on that. If you just give me a buck or two, uh, we would all do that. Think about that. Um, you know, that's a Starbucks, that's a Happy Meal, anything like that. If you go to the movies, how often do you go to the movies and walk out going, ugh, well, what do you spend $50 at the movies? Why not give that to something that hopefully is inspiring you to live better? All right. So while the weather is still nice, on Tuesday night, my stepson is in the marching band here in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm at. And so my wife and I went up to watch him. And instead of sitting in the stands, I got up and walked around the track. Now, number one, I don't know about your high school, but... The track itself is like cushy. So it made for a great walking experience. And I probably walked a good mile, if not two miles, while he was practicing. And I listened to them butcher the Beatles and uh, Steely Dan. Some songs just should not be done by a marching band, you know, like Peg and Hey Jude. You know, when I think of marching band, I think of Hey Jude, right? Doesn't make sense to me, but that's what they were doing. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my steps in today. You know, I, I'm not going to let this day get by. So I walked around the track and they were just butchering things. They just, I mean, they're high school kids. They're not really paying attention. And, you know, they're a great band, but that, and the reason why is they practice. And so the director said, look, remember what I said at the beginning of band camp that practice makes permanent. Because he just kept making them do it over and over and over again. Why? Because they kept doing it wrong. 
And I've said this in the past that when you do things wrong, what you're really doing is, is you get better at it. You're practicing doing the wrong thing. And according to him, now this is where I disagree because I'm a teacher. He said practice makes permanent. Well, it can if you don't know what's wrong. That can just become your new habit. But you can change. And, and through their practice, now I'm not making this up. They did the same drill. And I believe it was 64 beats because they're all going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, two, two. And it was like, you know, eight beats of eight. And they're trying to get this just right and then drop, turn. But they did it oh, I mean, per nauseum that I'm like going, if I have to hear again, I'm going to die. Right. But they finally got it right. They struggled through and they nailed it. So consequently, Friday night at the football game when they were doing it, quote, for real, they nailed it. But it was frustrating to go through that. It was frustrating to listen. I can't imagine how frustrating it was to actually keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. But the point is, by practicing it till they got it right and then practicing it some more to make sure it wasn't a mistake, they made that their new habit. And that's the thing that I was like, you know, that's that's true. Practice does make permanent. And you need to make sure that when you're practicing, you're doing it right. So, for instance, I, I walked around the track. I made sure I had a pretty good clip going on. You know, I wanted to make sure that I was going to get my heart rate up. I wasn't jogging. But I was definitely walking about three, three and a half miles an hour, which compared to the two miles an hour, which is about what I do when I'm walking the dog. And then there are times when I'm at the gym that I do my best not to take a book with me to the gym. I would rather listen to music and get up to four, five, six miles an hour on a treadmill and really work a sweat. You know, it's like practice makes perfect. And I, I only have so much time. Why not make the best of it? So keep that in mind that practice can make permanent and make sure your practice is what you need to be practicing. Next up, I want to talk about this without throwing my wife under the bus. And that is, it's fall and neither one of us is happy with our weight. And I said, you know, literally we've got the Planet Fitness right down the street now, literally, like four minutes from my house. I could probably walk to the gym, you know, if I wanted to. That'd be its workout in itself. But she said, yeah, we should start doing that after work. And so in the morning, I would wake up and go, you know, I should go to the gym. I'll be a nice guy and wait for my wife. My wife would come home and go, man, I had a really, really long day. And she did. She's working like 10-hour days. I do not want to go to the gym. And so I would stay home with her, hence the workout. So it's great to have a workout buddy, somebody to hold accountable. That has been proven over and over and over, whether it's online, whether it's in person. If you have somebody to lean on me, your, your success is going to be, it has a better chance. However, if your partner starts going the wrong way and you politely nudge them and for whatever reason, their health is just not 
on the same level of priority that it is for you, it's time. So what I do now, I did that uh, yesterday. I got up and I went to the gym and I did my, you know, 30 to 45 minutes on a treadmill. And then later I looked at her and I said, are you interested in going to the gym? And she said, no. And so I'd already got mine in. And if she had said yes, I would have gone again because I want to support her in that. She's just having a really bad week. But my point is, and we've said this before, it's worth repeating. We take so much time to take care of others, especially our kids, things like that, that it's really time for us to, to put ourselves first. So I love my wife and I, I am trying to help her. But in the end, there really is only one kind of improvement and that's self-improvement, right? There's only one kind of motivation, that's self-motivation. Somebody can put a gun to my head and say, do this or I'll kill you. And you would think he's motivating me, but really it's my motivation that I don't want to die. So if you're looking for somebody else to motivate you, there really is only one type of motivation and that's self-motivation. And that means you have to believe in yourself and that ha means you have to believe in the process. So in my instance, I'm putting myself first and that means I'm going to go walk and I'm going to go get my, get my gym on, get my treadmill on. And if she wants to do it with me later, then I'll have two in one day, which is even better. But if, if your workout partner, for whatever reason, is losing it and you can't motivate them to get back on the horse, don't let them drag it down. You keep going. Don't lose your, uh, keep your eyes on the prize, as they say. My last little topic today is another great analogy in a way. I, because I'm now a stay-at-home dad, not by choice. Oh, but speaking of that, um, if you need something done with a website or if you want to start a podcast, contact me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. In many cases, if you need just a basic website, I can set it up for free. And you're like, how does that work? Because uh, when you buy the hosting for your website through a link of mine, I earn a commission and that commission pays for me to set up your website. So you end up just with a $7 hosting bill and a website and I end up with a commission. So if you need website stuff done, please contact me because uh, things are getting a little scary around here. But as you might imagine, being a guy when you don't have a job and I have kids that are, well, um, kids. So I will spend a part of the morning emptying the dishwasher and uh, putting the you know dishes in the dishwasher and I will then do something and I'll come upstairs and everybody will have eaten and put all their dishes in the sink, which happens to be right next to the dishwasher, and it drives me insane. And for whatever reason, one day I was really taking it personal, like, doesn't anybody care that I'm trying to keep the kitchen clean? And I realize all the mothers that are listening right now are going, bah, ha, ha, you know, welcome to our world, right? Trying to keep the house clean and the kids just don't care. But it really bugged me and it really got me down for whatever reason. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm a pretty happy guy. I'm a bit of an optimist, but this, for whatever reason, among other things, I was just getting depressed and it dawned on me and I was listening to some things and I was reading a book. I wish I could remember the name of it. It was something I was reading for my, my preacher class stuff. And they were talking about counseling and things like that. And they said, realize 
that your mistakes, whatever it is, because a lot of times we've said that weight loss is 90% mental. Your body will follow your brain. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. If you don't think you're worth this, then your your body's not going to go through the the pain and the struggle and the discipline of doing what it needs to do because you don't believe in yourself. It's mental. You got to get that mental part through. And it said, you are not your mistakes. You are not your mistakes. Whatever you've done in the past, whatever you regret, you are not your mistakes. You can apologize for those. You can try to make amends. But if you continue to just beat yourself up over your mistakes, instead of just trying to take advantage of today and make the most out of it, you're going to end up, you know, there's a reason that the windshield is huge and the rearview mirror is small. You need to pay attention to what's going on in front of you and and make the most out of it. And the book said there's a great analogy of this. So many people think we are tarnished. I'm just no good, right? And the the point is that, and now this happened to be a, a spiritual book. It was a Christian book. And it said that, you know, through... Jesus, you are washed clean. And it said, so when you, have you ever done this? My grandma had silver, like actual, like silver ware was made of silver. And when it came time for the big Christmas meal, we would bust out the actual silver ware and it would look hideous, like almost black in some cases. And it was my job to polish the silver. Now, you could look at that silver and go or the spoon and say, oh, this this is a horrible, horrible spoon. I don't know what the spoon has done in its life, but look at it. It's horrible. Well, no. Beneath all that is a truly beautiful piece of silver spoon. And I would take uh, some sort of stuff we got on an infomercial. You would dip it in and I'd take a cloth and I'd wipe it off in this sparkling spoon would come to life. And it was like, wow, check it out. And so realize you're not dead yet. You got a lot more time in the game and you got a lot of good you can do. Don't let your body hold you back from doing good things, from being happy, from being content, because that extra pounds that are on you right now, it's just tarnish. It's not permanent. It can be washed away. You are a piece of silver. You're not a black piece of tarnish. But on the other hand, even with the Dipex or whatever the stuff was, I still had to rub that stuff. I had to put some work. It wasn't as easy as it was on the infomercial. I couldn't just, you know, bring it at silver, right? I had to put some little elbow grease on that. And that's where you're at right now. It's time to to get off your tuchus, get off the couch. We're heading in to the danger zone, right? The holidays, we got Halloween coming up. I've already talked about that. Then after that, we got Thanksgiving and Christmas. And do you realize from now to the end of the year, a lot of Americans are going to put on 10 pounds, but not us. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> we're going to stay focused and we're going to put ourselves first and we're going to start polishing ourselves. Yeah, we're a little tarnished, but we know underneath all this, 
there's a, a sterling piece of silver waiting to come out. You just got to put the work into it. So I advise you to turn off the TV. Unless you're dancing, when you're watching Dancing with the Stars, turn it off. You know, if you're not walking while you're watching The Biggest Loser, I go to the gym on Tuesdays and watch it. Watch the whole thing. Walk on a treadmill the whole time. It's a great show. And uh, read a book on weight loss. Listen to podcasts about weight loss. Stay focused and keep polishing. Keep rubbing because eventually the silver will come through. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I really do appreciate you listening. Really do appreciate if you could help support the podcast. Go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support and chip in and keep us on the air because at this rate, not going to be around a whole lot longer if I got to keep footing the bill. Uh, Not because I don't want to, just don't have it. So appreciate that. And uh, I'm going to leave you with my favorite Julian Michaels quote. And in case you're wondering, I just thought of something. In case you're wondering, wait a minute, how can you afford a gym membership? I can't. It's one of those where you sign up for a year and you can't get out of it. In fact, last month it bounced, which was not good. Uh, but I'll leave you with my favorite Jillian Michaels quote. Uh, why? Why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? So keep polishing, people. We'll see you again real soon. And I'm going to start saying, like I said, today, let me check my phone here. See, I keep trying to end the show and I just can't do it. I am at 207.6. So we'll see what I look like next week on another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Stay cool. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'm